As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome to Critical Hit, a major spoilers podcast. Thank you so much for downloading and checking us out this time. Speaking of uh, this time, Kevin, where are you taking us? Well, let's uh, revisit where you've been. So I think where... Uh, we left you guys last time on critical on hit. hit. I think that was our best one yet, guys. Good work, on critical hit. Good work, team. Daisy, right, good job. Good, good, good session, guys. Um, See you next week. <laughs> Bye. Uh, no, uh, where we left off, uh, you ha- were in Muckrakers, uh, and you had engaged in an elaborate uh, prison break of the trash wyverns, your Yosoki friends uh, who were um, held there as uh, some sort of debtor's prison. And uh, the end of it had cut off with you uh, running off, uh, running away from a sandworm uh, after throwing its nodule uh, sack down a nearby tunnel and then uh, urgently taking the elevator up pressing the button at, you know, 500 times as it slowly ascended. And uh, then uh, there was a cave-in and basically an earthquake underneath the Muckraker's office building. And you and several other escapees uh, of uh, the Muckraker's prison uh, fell out of the elevator, absolutely head-to-toe covered in that viscous, uh, green slime uh, from the sandworm tunnels. But you had successfully rescued the trash wyverns, so that's something. Uh, and... You left dozens of people to die, but, you know, what are you going to do? Who knows? You didn't see them die. <laughs> um, Everything's probably fine. Yeah, You pretty that. much saw Scofos die. Oh, Scofos, yeah. the noir... Yeah, you saw him get eaten. And we heard something that highly implied that uh, Spago was probably at least being beaten to death. Yeah, yeah. they were taking their muck rakes to him. Yeah. Mm. I like you do. do. And whatever he's made of, it may not be muck rake proof. <laughs> probably not. Um. So... Yeah, uh, after a few dazed moments, uh, a bunch of the other uh, inmates uh, take off 
um, you know, basically stealing whatever they can from the building, but mostly just trying to uh, get uh, out of here and be rid of this place. Um, while the receptionists huddle in terror, um, you know, from the, the damage done to the building from the earthquake and the trash reverends start to get up and uh, slowly, but methodically, like, start licking their fur clean. Ooh. I'll, uh, I'll look for my gun. Me too. Oh, yeah. yeah. You have oh, yeah. to kind of go through your whole backpack. Oh, man, so much of this stuff is is still, it's there, but it's covered in slime. Yeah. Oh no, we left. We left our guns oh, yeah. and the the ones we checked. Yeah, because we had to check yeah. them before we'd go. Oh, down. the checked guns. Well, those are covered in slime too. Oh, <laughs> it was that expensive. I mean, the elevator opened into like a big, you know, hallway of uh, of slime. Uh, it was shiny. Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it was a Kubrick moment with green jello. Uh, well, it's Kubrick my way of Nickelodeon. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder, do we need to access any kind of a computer terminal to, you know, make sure we're not criminals on the run since he said that uh, he was taking on our do you, our debts? Do you say that out loud? Yeah. Bob, we're criminals on the run. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, especially you, apparently. She, if, like, kind of, like, punches him in the shoulder and uh, grabs her flamethrower and, uh, and pike. But how are we going to compete if we're criminals? Uh, that's just going to add to our reputation yeah I would say easily 40% like kindly 40% of the people on drifters are criminals we were criminals already when they cast us Bob takes a slight step back oh really remember the part where we busted up the last uh, race team that we worked for and we also I guess (laughs) skip down without paying our fees for, uh, you know, the orphanarium or the gladiatorial arena. Well, I didn't yeah. know about that until just recently. Well, well, we, we totally did that. Yeah. See, you're a criminal just like us. Is it I'll, likely uh, that their information is stored locally? Uh, I mean, it's possible, but I think we should get out of here. Yeah, I wouldn't worry too much about it. This place is so shady. I don't think that yeah. they're then they hold shtick as parting to uh uh oh God, is Scofos and what was his name again? Spago. Spago. Spago was uh that they tried to be as discreet as possible. So I'm sure they're not gonna yeah, really but... want to publicize that they got busted up. Yeah, but they could just have somebody contracted, like mm. some sort of security. Uh, team or well, whatever. I'm fine with leaving right now if that's the if that's the the, the, the situation. So Nibbles will uh, perk up from this and say, yeah, around here the the law is more of what you can kind of get away with and what you get caught doing. So, uh, you know, if we had some extra credits, uh, we could grease the right palms and I'm I, I think we'd be okay. Um, but we probably should get out of here anyways. Best not Time is a precious thing. One should never waste it. Let us exit most egregiously. We've got a little hidey hole. It's not really uh, meant for, well, folks your size, but uh, we, we could probably <laughs> put you up for, for a night. Yeah, 
we'll take it. And then in the morning, if you could uh, get us into whatever uh, that database, that'd be great. Sounds good. So, uh, you guys creep through uh, Booster City, uh, following Pitch's lead because Pitch is like their their scout and stealth uh, person, and uh, you eventually make it to a little. Um, uh, it looks like a, a storm cellar at first, and it turns out to be essentially that. It's a little um, uh, security you know, is pretty tight here. There's, there's a, there's a pad, there's like a whole separate little, um, DNA scan and retina scan that, uh, nipples goes through, but it looks, uh, on the inside, pretty bare bones, like a little shelter that's been set up with shelves and some cots and some extra supplies. And it seems to be one of their little, uh, backup, uh, hidey holes. Hmm. Uh, you, the, the taller among you have to duck. Cozy. Uh, very. She like ducks and kind of like sucks in to like get through. It also seems to have been made for maybe six to ten small size creatures. So now there's, uh, let's see, the six of you plus the five of them. So quite, quite full. Mm. Hmm. Snug. We'll be a uh, further in our shell than normal. <laughs> Before we enter, uh, Quentin is going to find a space where no one else is around and spin at high velocity in the hopes of getting all of the slime off of his hull. Um, so instead, the slime sort of moves with your hull, and now it's got a neat swirling pattern and slowly starts to resettle. Is it flammable? The only one way to find out. I'm going to ignite it and see if it will oh, burn off. Oh, man. Oh, you're so sad that they installed olfactory sensors. Oh, that is terrible. <laughs> so now I'm going to spin and see if I can get it to fly off. Mm, yeah, you, you little chunks of it fly off. You're not sure whether it was worth that smell or not, but um, yeah, you you can through a combination of like scraping and spinning and burning you could do it it's gonna take a little while and you're out in the street while that's happening hmm. that seems like a bad idea but also being on fire inside seems like a bad idea you don't really catch on fire it's more like um using a uh one of the things that you use to make creme brulee hmm. a little torch a little baking torch okay Mm-hmm. Well, now that I smell even, like hideous doesn't... burning slime, I might as well just come back inside. All right, there you go. Quentin has evidently given himself a makeover, guys. Oh, <laughs> God. Mm. Why? It's not particularly flammable. Ugh. But is it inflammable, says Keck. Flammable and inflammable are the same. What? You, you ruined it. You ruined it. He ruined it. I'll pull out uh, my hygiene right. kit and try scrubbing my scales. <laughs> so each of you has a hygiene kit, uh, and you can start applying it and its various uh, personalized accoutrement to to this dilemma. Um, 
as I mentioned before, the the Yusoki are capable of basically like cleaning some of their fur um, naturally, uh, and they seem to have no problem with it. So, uh, Skritik, you could do that too if you so chose. <laughs> it it tastes bad, but you're also pretty able to ignore the taste of things when you when you put your mind to it. Uh, head, yeah, not you know, the worst the thing I've had my mouth on. Hey oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh okay. Uh Nibbles will lean in uh to your lot and say, Alright, so uh I figure we all need a little bit of a, a rest here, but uh we'll go ahead and mobilize and head over to uh the uh Booster City Bureau of Records and Administrative Bureaucracy. And uh, that's where we can hack in and, uh, you know, get, I think, the records that you guys are looking for, the, the real, the actual what happened, as opposed to, you know, what you've been told. Yeah, Sounds you're gonna, good, Nibbles. You want to do this now? Yeah, if you want. While you guys are resting, uh, our group can, the Trash Reverends can just go knock this out. I mean, okay, if you don't think that you need backup. You know what? That's a good point. Skritic. You want to come with? Mm-hmm. Sure. It's a little crowded All in here right. anyway. <laughs> and so uh, Skritic leaves, and the rest of you are free to rest. Um, but, uh, Brian, go ahead and give uh, Skritic the benefits of rest as well, because... Okay. Um, we're going to go through this pretty quick. So uh, for, for your sake, Skritik, you get to see the Booster City Bureau of Records and Administrative Bureaucracy. It is a generic, tan, blocky building with a very simple architecture that looks like it was uh, prefabricated somewhere and just plopped down here. Uh, there's a custodian sandblasting away the latest round of spray paint vandalism off of one of the walls. Uh, but it looks to you to be a losing battle from the overall appearance of the building. Um, there are also a few clouds of nanites near the entrance that swarm people like gnats and start projecting obscene holograms and shouting suggestions to officials that are likely biologically impossible for most species. <laughs> Rachuk will come by and say... Yeah, local kids practice basic programming uh, using a Rambutan Phi board and some spare nanites. Uh, They download some graphics off the Infosphere and presto, a nuisance for the local officials. Sure, I mean, (laughs) they can do EM sweeps to knock them out from time to time, but that costs credits. So mostly they just wear hoods and run into the office as quick as they can. Well... Kind of creative. We've uh, so Nibbles will tell you we've already been in here once, so just follow our lead. Got it. And then, bum a little time passes, and we are back at the uh, the little hidey hole that they made, um, and with everybody, you know, you the the team that was all resting there. Uh, you're just now waking up um, from your uh, well-deserved rest, um, it, but the the trash wyverns are 
somewhat burned, somewhat you know singed, or, or or they've got bullet holes on some of their armor. Um, but uh, Skritic, while you you don't have uh, rest, you're you're just so energized from this experience. And uh, Nibbles just uh, throws open the door uh, and says, "Wow, guys, that was a that was a truly amazing little caper, right? I mean." There were twists, there were turns. We we had a good fight in there where everyone was effective. Rachuk, your hacking was incredible. Pitch, way to sneak through that laser grid. Thrill, you <laughs> soloed those robots. Keck, you helped us all out and showed some real character growth this mission. And uh, Keck says, thanks, Nibbles. Great leadership, as always. You really bring the team together. And then Nibbles says, and how can we forget Skritic, the MVP? Tell them that amazing thing you did, Skritic. I'm sure they're dying to hear about it. And all eyes are on you. <laughs> well, it wasn't that big a deal. I mean, I you know just uh, saw a uh, exploitable uh, situation where uh, you know a guard was uh, walking by some uh, vents that. Uh, Happen to be leading to the local uh, sewage pipes, and you know, it just seemed like the perfect opportunity to make a distraction. Oh man, that was really good, but that that wasn't the thing. Actually, I was asking about that other, even more amazing thing you did. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, did you talk about the thing with the uh, the the the. the grenades and uh yeah the uh, thing with the grenades that was definitely it that was explosive and a personal <laughs> mover and the, yeah 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 uh, yeah again i gotta think on your feet uh work with what you got oh you guys should have been there i mean you wouldn't have fit through the the vents we were going through and stuff but you should have been there it was Aww. a really good time quentin you should have gone with them and filmed that uh quentin so i guess maybe had. not Quentin probably yeah. has enough incriminating evidence in his hard drive at this point. Maybe it's better that he didn't. Yeah, fine. I'm just sad. I just have to live with your amazing descriptions to let me feel like I was there. Sometimes the action happens off camera and it's better to imagine it. <laughs> no, this one was better to be there. Definitely. <laughs> you suck, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, so we, we, we got the codes and uh, found out that, sure enough, um, like you guys were saying, the hauling company, well, they sold it off to a local vendor. So it, it seems like the company spent a little extra credit to be sure that the forms looked you know good and official. So there probably was somebody official-like looking out for any oddities, but um, I'm guessing they don't know how Akaton works, really. So, uh, anyways, uh, there's some good news and some bad news. Okay. Uh, good news first, always. Got it. Uh, good news is the vehicle uh, called Curiosity uh, was taken for scrap by Baracus, a witch-weird merchant who runs a traveling black market bazaar. Uh, the bad news is we, you know, the trash wyverns, we really can't go there right now. Uh, we kind of upset some of the Shobhad clan that he hires as guards on the job a while back. 
So it's probably best for us to lay low for a bit. Mm. Oh, I mean, you you guys should definitely lay low for a bit. You did a lot of help already. Well, uh, thanks for busting us out. Um, And uh, I guess this is, you know, kind of where we part ways. But, hey, by way of a parting gift, we were able to score some extra extra credits in there. And uh, Nibbles hands over a couple of Booster City credit tubes. They're an older model than most modern cred sticks, but they still hold credits all the same. Um, Vintage. She says... Uh, there's uh, 3,000 credits in each of those, so that should be about 1,000 credits to each of you. Uh, thanks for bailing us out back there. Oh, I would uh, recommend fencing those, if you can, for some lower denomination, less official uh, cred sticks and such. I'm sure there's tracking on some of these credits, but if you get them off-world, they'll spend just fine. Okay. Hey, no problem. Actually, uh, let me... Uh, put you in contact with someone and I'll pass them uh, big 313's info. Okay. Like, so this guy, we've worked with him before. He's reliable and he's probably going to be looking for work because he also just uh, had some of his, uh, some of the stuff that he was working on blow up. So if you guys are looking to hire some muscle, um, he's pretty tough. Oh, cool. That's always good. Uh, thanks for the reference. Yeah. We'll check them out. It's been too long, Akubino and Vanky. You guys should come back here more often. Well, um, it, if every time we come back, we break every law, that's probably not going to happen, but almost certainly <laughs> we'll end up back here at some point. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and uh, we'll check in with you when the, the race is over. Sounds good. Yeah. And Yeah, if I went back in this neighborhood, we got to work together again. Uh, thrill uh, punches your shoulder, Skritic. And nods. Yeah. We should. Work. Again. Uh, Pitch will come lean forward and kind of whisper, you guys will need to find someone who is familiar with uh, the shadier aspects of Akaton's economy. Uh, someone who knows their way around. Uh, maybe the Shobad community. So, uh, sorry we can't provide the introduction, but you'll need somebody to introduce you to Barakas. Okay. I might have a guy. Oh, that's good. Yeah, we can see if he's still around. See if he knows. He's a show bad uh, by the name of Lebo. If we're ready to go, I can try to see if I can drop a line. Yeah. Yeah, I'll probably do that then. Well, that sounds like uh, you guys are just um, you got a, you got a nice little plan. Uh, Nibbles is looking around. They're extremely cramped. Uh, little hidey hole, you know. So uh, uh, let me know if you need some like protein bars or wrap. Oh, no. Good nibbles. Good, good seeing you. And she uh, picks nibbles up and kind of like tries oh. to twirl her around, but is entirely like too crowded. And so she's just like 
sets her back down. Thrill had like pulled out her knife all of a sudden and then subconsciously and, and puts it back away. Yep, ah. Definitely like old times. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll head out. Thanks, guys. Good seeing you. Thanks for the rescue. Bye. 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 All right, everybody. Try to keep a low profile because we're probably already in the sheets. <laughs> Great. We fly casual. <laughs> so, uh, were you going to reach out to Lebo? Yeah, I'll see if I can get in contact with Lebo. Yeah, so you have um, a few old Infosphere fake addresses for him that you can send some uh, some notifications to. And uh, you guys have to spend a little bit on the streets of Booster City. Again, you know, imagine it on the... the inside of a crater um, with like all the buildings built up against the crater wall and then kind of little sprawling slums. Uh, You guys are able to duck about. You look really shady and like you're avoiding the, uh, the cops, but that, that just doesn't mean anything around here. So it shows the rest of the planet. Yeah. So um, after about five minutes, uh, you get a response back uh, with, um, a place to meet uh, Lebo. Uh, it is a uh, watering hole slash tattoo parlor slash uh, blood sport arena. A small one. Nice. You know, more like an underground fight club type place. My kind of place. All right. I guess we're going to be seeing some local color. Oh, we get to explore more culture. <laughs> that's definitely a way of putting it all right um so you can make your way there across booster city and after a while it becomes clear like the authorities are not actively looking for you um mm. it, you know like there's you don't see any like apbs on any of the uh the you know public post posting uh infosphere sites or on any, like the uh, hologram billboards or anything like that. And, you know, some authorities go by on little energy cycles and they don't pay you any, any heed. Um, now I'm not saying you want to necessarily go talk to them, but, um, sure. Uh, so yeah, you can, you can make it down to this, uh, dive bar, uh, that, uh, Lebo, uh, calls his operating home and, uh, you, uh, you know, can can gain entrance scritic um with by flashing your uh your messages with Lebo. And sure enough, uh they send you to like a back room. Um unfortunately for you, Vangi, uh they're just doing warm up fights. Uh it's still Aww. too early in the day. Yeah. Well I'll still watch the like people who are warming up uh because and you know, check out their techniques. Cool. See if there's anyone with promise. Um, sure. So you 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 watch, um, and uh, you're led, as I said, to this back room where, uh, sure enough, there's Lebo, a very large Shobod man. Um, so Shobods have forearms, like like Kasatha. They're really big, though. I mean, size category large. So think. Three and a half meters, roughly 250 kilos, um, just towering over all of you um, and huge. Uh, bald, 
and with dark gray skin, and he's wearing some sort of golem plate armor, the same style as Vangi, although maybe a different different model, um, but the same maker. Uh, and uh, so he also and he also has some heavy duty weapons on him as well, and uh, he has a thick cigar uh, in his mouth, like chomp between his teeth. Vengi gives her one of those like sizing up like game recognized game looks. Does uh, what was does that? This guy, does this guy have tusks? Tusks. Let's see. Do they have tusks? I thought they did. I, I might I, be thinking I of think a different the image that they do. Let's see. Yeah, they have little tusks. Sure enough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Just trying to remember what these guys... Oh, go ahead. Yeah, tusks. They only have four fingers per hand. Um, He's wearing... He's not wearing boots, uh, despite his heavy armor. So you can see, as he uh, puts one of his legs up, that uh, it ends in two... Basically, two equal-sized toes with giant talons on the end of them. And uh, he'll take one of his arms uh, and grab the cigar... Uh, while that's one of his top, let's say his top right arm grabs the cigar, while his middle two flex forward towards you, gripping each other and flexing towards you, and his left hand kind of uh, uh, gestures towards the air, his left top hand, that is. So, Skritic, mm-hmm. you have, re- have returned. Yeah, just uh, for a short time, hopefully. Hmm. Are you now an adult willing to do hard jobs for superior pay? Or do you still cling to your old teachings and grow squirmy around the messy parts? I mean, I don't know if we're really looking for jobs right now. Uh, I think I've had plenty of... uh, Hard times, I try not to go looking for it. You look desperate. That is why I asked. Mm. We are in a bit of a situation. Mm. He waits, and he he takes another drag on his uh, cigar. Um, A waitress comes by and takes your your orders. Um, uh, Around's beginning, Vangi, and... uh, you know, this this seems like a, a slightly better round. Uh, Lebo has basically a box seat, so you can see over the little fighting arena. It's not very big, but still. Yeah. Me and my friends here, we need to get our ship back. Kind of need to have introductions made with uh, another show bad. We're hoping that you can uh, help us out. Hmm. Who is it you wish to speak with what was the name again Baracus 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 is not a Shobad Baracus is a witch weird I know they also have four arms but we are a different species I see I'll try to remember that next time I run into a gorilla Also, there are Kasatha, who also have four arms, but are also not Shobad or Witchweirds. 
I have a question. How many arms do Skittermanders have? Six, I am not right? certain. I believe they have six arms and two legs. Okay. Th- though I've also seen it claimed that all of their arms are also legs, and that they are some type of furry arachnid. Yeah, it gets confusing. Sorry, I just uh, I just wanted to be included in the conversation. So you are looking for the bazaar? Yes, I believe we are. I can take you to the Barakas Bazaar, and I can introduce you to the Hardash clan, the Shubhadne that Barakas has hired as guards. But it will come with a price. I will do this thing for you for 1,000 credits. Yeah, we can do that. I hand over my stick. How about I fight in your your, uh, match tonight? Hmm. If you can earn me 1,000 credits via the match, so be it. Shall, Shall I we at the consider contenders? this collateral then? Yeah, I think I can. I'm on, uh, it'll be a celebrity appearance. Yeah, we're famous. Mm-hmm. Some might even say infamous. <laughs> yeah, that's also we true. We drift. All right. Um... So, uh, yeah, you, you, you are able to, you know, go speak with the, it turns out the waitress is also like basically the proprietor, um, and hence why she, uh, tends to, uh, Lebo's table personally, um, Mm. because he seems to be something of a, an important figure around here. And, uh, she can get your name on the list. Really quickly, Vangie. In fact, she uh, she recognizes it and uh, puts it right at the top. Nice. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to go up against Ursa, though. Is Ursa She's a no bear? Joke. Ursa's an uplifted bear, yes. Yes! <laughs> of the major or minor variety. <laughs> oh, always major. Just... Actually, she was a colonel, but they busted her back down, so... <laughs> I was trying to come up with that same kind of joke, so. That sounds Um, awesome. Watch watch the ground game and the sidesteps, I guess. Mm. Like a Tekken joke. Uh, That's just a one. (laughs) (laughs) Fantastic. All right. So um, you fight with Ursa, the uplifted bear, Vangie. Uh, in a battle, I'm sure you guys are wagering enough credits to, are you wagering more than, uh, you know, let's say that they give even odds because Urse is a local favorite, but uh, Vangi is well known on the Akaton Arena uh, scene. Uh, so there, it turns out that, you know, people who do a couple of Infosphere searches and be like, wait a minute, hasn't she fought before? So she, she has a record in everything. Um, so uh, they're not going to give you better than average odds no that's fair i I have the gladiator theme yep um this is is good i needed to up my theme level anyways or next level (laughs) i i definitely put more money on vangi than i should (laughs) all right whatever that turns out to be are are we able to assist be in her corner no, you can uh, actually you can have a corner man. You can have one corner person. So yeah. I, I, I love that it, I suppose my, my ship doctor do that. Yeah, 
Fair enough. So You're when I said no before, I meant yes. But otherwise, no one else is allowed. To- <laughs> Would it be prudent for us to bet our entire uh, 6,000 credits on this match and see if we can double they, our money? They will only allow you to bet 3,000. That's as much as the bookie, that's as much action as the bookie can take. Mm. What if two of us go and make the bet? <laughs> no, but I mean, like, they're not going to take more than 3,000 credits worth of bets for Vangie. No, uh, sure. Totally. Uh, Vangie would totally. say, like, I mean, look, I am awesome, but we should also probably, you know, I've never fought a bear before, so, you know. Maybe. I guess maybe. I guess I meant uh, four thousand total because I was thinking of three thousand in addition to the one thousand for uh, paying right. Lebo. Sure. Right. So, uh, well, are you guys who is staking there? Is are you guys all collectively staking it, or is anyone say opting out? Bob is um, opting out. Yeah. So Quentin is opting. We in. we basically got a thousand for each of us, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. I'll hold on to my stick in case it doesn't work out. Okay, so Quentin will opt in the entire thousand. Yeah, that that puts me at a thousand seven hundred ish. So I'll I'll put in one K as well. Oh, I will not because I think it's bad luck to opt out to bet on yourself. Yeah. Okay. So we've got we will follow Vengi's sample. Vengi's example. Oh, okay. So then you guys are betting a total of three thousand? Uh, sounds Looking like two way. to me, right? Is Skritic putting in? No, I'm withholding. So, yeah, so it's yeah. just so two thousand plus uh, the thousand that we're betting to try and right. Uh, try okay. And Sounds good. So, um, uh, one thing is that you know those you have to pull out those uh, those big Booster City credit tubes. Because those, you know, think of those as thousand dollar bills, basically. Mm. Um, well, actually, three thousand credit bills. Um, three thousand dollar bills. That's yeah. why they're rare. That's a three thousand dollar denomination. And uh, Lebo will kind of chuckle and say, "Difficult to spend those on Akaton. I can." arrange for them to be shipped off world for a 1% fee. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, thanks man. All right. So those 6000 credits you have to some you have to pay 60 credits. So basically each person pays 10 credits. Okay. Okay. Uh, and uh then they give you um credit at the uh, bookies thing, but I'm bump. Uh, and uh, Vangi begins her battle with Ursa. So uh, we'll resolve this with a series of uh, skill checks. So um, let's say we start with ath- skill or ability checks, or like, uh, you know, you can replace some sort of cool class ability. Uh, if you've got something like that. So uh, Ursa charges right off the bat and uh, tries to turn this in. I'm sorry? Sorry. Uh, we would like to do something before the game starts. Or before the oh, match starts. so during, 
while while the uh, while the um, referee is is calling out uh, and psyching up the crowd. By the way, the referee doesn't do any work here. It's more like an announcer than a referee. Sure. Um, uh, so uh, yes, yeah. we so, uh, uh, would like to use our corner. sleight of hand to give some boosts. Oh, jeez. Mm. Absolutely. Go ahead and give me <laughs> a sleight of hand check. Gonna be roided up for this fight. Might as well. <laughs> In this back alley bar in Booster City? Yeah. I mean, it, it seems like perfectly... The, I'm not complaining. That's a 20. Yep. Uh, you succeed. So uh, you can sneak in as many boosts as you, you want while you're... Because, you're, you know, <laughs> it's basically expected. It seems like they're pretty... Uh, so we'll give the uh, AC and... Uh, speed bonuses, so plus one to AC, plus ten foot in... Oh, we're doing skill checks. Plus two enhancement bonus to skill checks. (laughs) There you go. Nice. Uh, And let me see if the last thing might be helpful. Uh, Would I be able to use the toxicology booster? Uh, Basically, the way it works is any living creature attacking the affected target with a natural attack takes a neg two penalty to the attack. Ooh. Absolutely, you for sure would. Okay. Um, the only the only way you can use it though is if you tell me what you're doing. Yeah. Why? Uh, neg- we're using the fact that uh, we can have multiple limbs at any given moment to, you know, keep eyes up where we're taking care of Vengi, getting her food, oh, getting you, her. You're not allowed to intervene in the fight itself. You can you can prep her ahead of the time, but you can't yeah. actually like. You know, uh, in input, you know, like throw your limb in the way of an attack. Yeah, no, the this uh, basically misdirecting. Ah, some sort of distraction. Was well, it like yeah. a toxicology thing? Like, doesn't it make me like poisonous or something like that? Or oh, you want to know what? Okay, I'm I'm confusing yes. myself. Uh, so, so basically, you know, as a biohacker, you have like, yeah, you have this toxicology talent that can, you know, somehow affect Vangi's skin or scales or, you know, some sort of scent or aura yeah. around uh, her. Um, it's up to you to describe how that works, but it probably, since, since you're administering it to her, it does seem like something that would have to be like injected and on her. Uh, we're going to utilize what we learned from the slime yesterday <laughs> oh uh, to make it so she secretes uh, that sort of stench Ooh. that sort of just nastiness yep you can even ask Quentin for a uh, one of his little um, uh, torches and light the, the uh, fluid you're able to generate on fire to, to really add that extra burnt uh yeah. You know. Spoiled Burnt egg. Mellow smell, yeah. Oh uh, yeah. Yep. Smell gross and feel great. Uh anything else, Amu? Uh Did you give her a little pep talk in the corner while you're administering all of these things? Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's like, we're, we're going to so be tell able me to do this. Pep talk. <laughs> give, uh, in fact, as you give the pep talk, in order to give the pep talk, they, they or well, excuse me, in order to succeed at your sleight of hand uh, to, to inject, um, they, they put like a little microphone in your face uh, so that some people can hear your pep talk. So what do you say? We believe in you. We've seen what you're able to do. Uh, this bear. So here's the trick to bears. You make yourself look bigger. Oh, thanks, Abu. <laughs> Glad to have you in my corner. Oh, God, I smell terrible. Um, <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll be able to take care of that later. Good, good, good. Uh, so... Uh, Ursa's uh, corner man is, is a old Yosoki woman um, with a cane that seems to be wrapping the bear on the, the knuckles and claws and trying to psych it up. Nice. Um, am I allowed to have a weapon in this fight or? Oh no, this is just, this is just good old fashioned. Well, excuse me. You're not allowed to have a weapon. You couldn't conceal. Oh, okay. <laughs> nice. You have to go in ostensibly unarmed. If you pull a right. weapon, it has to be, you know, a, a, a move. Yep. That's funny. Uh, would you like to try to conceal a weapon on yourself? Uh, that's a good question. You have pretty uh, big, yeah. bulky armor. And they're pretty generous yeah. about what concealed means. Yeah, I'll, probably, I'll, I'll conceal my, my assault hammer, basically. Just, like, tuck that into my armor and, like, have my so that my tail can get it at some point. All right. Uh, so then the uh, announcer, uh, a hilky man, comes in and let's get ready to rumble. So, uh, all right. So first of all, roll initiative Vangi. Okay. I've got a 20. All right. So you go first. Um, so you can try to engage so the good news is you're you're able to to start before the uh before ursa charges you um ursa's clearly big and strong uh she's got some uh sort of armor on uh she is um supposedly from what you've been able to gather in the five minutes you've had to do some research uh got some some um uh, like d- data jacks and like a custom rig hooked up to her brain. So uh, she's a- she's probably well up to date on like all of your matches and skills. Um, she's plus, cybernetic. Uh, her natural weapons are just as good as yours. Oh, and they're, they're better. I uh, I traded out the I don't I don't have best natural weapons. All right. So uh, yeah, Ursa uh, is his you know, bearing down upon you. <laughs> yeah. You You're just going to have to grin and bear it here. Oh man. Did you write all of these down ahead of time? No, I literally just came up with all of those immediately. That is the honest to God. Yeah. Right. That is some grisly that's, humor. That's son. even worse. <laughs> I love it. Thank you. Would you say she's a barbarian? Oh, <laughs> God. Oh, this makes me feel good. 
Uh, so, but anyway, uh, Vangi, you gain the initiative. What style of combat are you trying to engage Ursa in? Um, so I am, uh, so yeah, I mean, what are the terms of this? Like, is it tap out? Is it, if I get her out of the ring, does like that count or? Uh, I think you'll get a disqualification. Ah, that's a marsupial. (laughs) (laughs) They call them bears. Uh, so yes, you can, you can either get her out of the ring, um, or you can get her to tap out. Um, if you KO her, that also like knock her unconscious, uh, that will, will also do it. Um, but they frown on deaths though. It wouldn't be the first one. Uh, then yeah, I'm going to, um, so I'll start by, um, trying to use my initiative and my brand new uh, charge attack soldier feature to try to rush her um, and try to like, you know, I mean, I understand a bull rush is probably going to be a tough thing on this, but you know, my idea is just to get up up close and personal with her uh, as soon as possible and try to, you know, push her out of the ring if possible. Ah, it's classic bull versus bear. All right. So, (laughs) Uh, yeah, go ahead and give me, so technically in Starfighter, so I'm going to, I'm going to wax philosophical for a moment. So Starfinder made a design choice and that has to do with combat maneuvers. And part of me understands it, but part of me also hates it. Um, where they said, uh, combat maneuvers, you're not going to be good in this game. Straight up period. Um, right. right. So what they did was they the target number for combat maneuvers is eight plus people's kinetic AC. Um, So that just means that they're roughly forty percent more likely uh, to fail than a regular attack roll. And you know the the reasoning being okay, well tripping is really powerful, grappling is really powerful, and these rules are kind of fiddly. So we'd rather just not deal with them and we'd rather kind of avoid them and discourage them yeah, i'd rather they just made discourage the, the players from using them yeah yep have you considered brewing up your own rules there oh for sure i mean the other thing is like <laughs> if you look at other if you look at other editions this is a solved problem in like fifth edition you just make athletics and acrobatics checks it's not that hard it's over really quickly it's not a multi-stage process you just do it so i'm not a fan of starfinder's rules on this I like combat maneuvers because I think combat maneuvers are evocative. They're something that like happens. If you were watching the movie of this, they would happen all the time. Um, There's something players tend to naturally suggest. um, And it's annoying to me that the rules make them bad. And so we're going to say, make an athletics check. All right. I will make my athletics check with my plus two bonus. Thanks to my helpful doctor slash drug peddler. Uh, and I have a 31. Ooh, that is a nice check. Oh, so you are able to uh, bull rush uh, Ursa back into their corner um, where uh, their Yusoki matron uh, whacks them uh, on the shoulders with uh, her cane, encouraging her to go forth. And she will try to grapple you. So why don't you make an athletics check in response? Okay. Uh, I've got a 19 that time. Nope. So again, uh, due to a little bit of bad luck, um, 
Ursa is against the ropes and you pushed her her back there and maybe she's intimidated by your your famed, you know, arena presence or whatever, but um you're able to uh keep her cornered um and uh you know, keep her from getting a a good grip on you. Um nice. At, at she, yeah. She was trying to go in for the bear hug. Right, right. Oh, boo, boo, boo. Uh, so uh, that makes it back to Vangi. You have her right where you uh, want her. Great. Then I am going to try to just like uh, keep keep pushing hard, um, like grab basically try to do like a little, I'm not actually necessarily going to make a trip attack, but like, uh, you know, slap under her leg with her my tail and try to, uh, to push her yeah. back and get her uh, off balance. Bear down, if you will. Oh. Yep. Yep. So is that another athletic check? Yeah, let's try it. Uh, another 31. Jeez. Wow. Uh, so you knock her to the ground. Um, uh, and, uh, you know, the, the, her, her, uh, fan favorites in the, in the small crowd of a, of a couple dozen that are here, um, start shouting, unbearable! It, it's pandemonium out there. Oh. Um, but you you picked up a well, few. I tipped uh, the scales here. Vanky <laughs> <laughs> uh, Vanky has picked up a, a few fans as well that say barrier. <laughs> I'm glad they're behind the barricade. Barricade. Uh, yes, barricade. Barricade. <laughs> yes, and anyway, uh, so it's back to Ursa's turn, um, and Ursa will uh, rise, um, which uh, I think in Starfinder that will provoke I, I'm never sure they change the rules every edition just to just to keep it interesting oh yeah um, if she does provoke that might be a boo-boo oh jeez <laughs> uh, um, well I am going to uh, try to put her back in hibernation uh, oh and, actually uh, <laughs> <laughs> It does not provoke. I looked up the rules. Okay. Um, so, uh, so with that, uh, Ursa lets out a, uh, a massive roar. Um, and you actually hear under the telepathy, it, like, because it turns out uplifted bears also have limited telepathy. So while the crowd hears the roar, um, Ursa will telepathically connect with Vangi and say, I just wanted to say this is like a, a real honor to be fighting you right now. And like, I'm losing and I'm okay with it because I'm losing to somebody who's like an idol of mine. And like, I want to have the career you have and I'm totally rooting for you guys on drifters. Um, and, uh, you know, I'm Vangi who is extremely familiar with telepathic, uh, combat. Well, like, uh, kind of like, you know, put herself into a uh, position to like uh, almost take the blow in like a like a more like pro- like gladiatorial wrestling thing where she's gonna like try to like make it good look good for her and uh, but also like get hit but not be too bad and be like, no, I get it. I, uh, this is 
like I said, I really have actually always wanted to fight a bear. This is a awesome thrill, and I'm so it means it means so much to me that you uh, follow my career, and I think you've got a, a lot of promise. I'll, I'll be looking out for you too. So if she's telepathic, you could say she bear in mind. Oh god. <laughs> oh boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> um. So uh. After after you, know, you guys come uh, to that little accord, you're able to adopt a a, a uh, you know uh, kind of a wrestler's persona match mm-hmm. where you make it look good but don't hurt each other too bad. Um, nice. However, unlike a a typical wrestling match where you know there's a face and a heel and uh, the conclusion is foregone from the beginning, um, in this case, uh, there she is trying to win. Um, oh sure. Pretty much as hard as she can, um, but after the uh, a few more contests of athleticism and sneakiness and martial prowess, it becomes clear that you are the uh, superior fighter. Um, and uh, uh, she she will also uh, telepathically say, "By the way, Ursa is my stage name. Like everyone expects that. I know it means bear and everything or whatever, but." Um, my actual name's Jasmine and you can follow me here and like, this is my profile and I'd totally like to get your, your opinions on my career going forward and so forth. That's fantastic. It'd be like, well, that, that sounds great. I'm like working with a pretty good promoter right now on drifters. I'm sure he'd be happy to like, and, and heck you be no, he's like the best at that. Like, seriously, I wouldn't be anywhere in my career without him. So we'd be happy to give you some tips. Uh, and with that, <laughs> you win the the uh, um, bar brawl, uh, the the battle uh, for the thousand credits for Lebo uh, in Booster City. Good job! Yay! You're you're a little worse for wear, um, but sure. not too bad. Nothing that Amu can't probably patch up. Well, you know, you went in prepared, so. You know, I, uh, back when uh, we were first hashing out concepts, I considered playing an uplifted bear, and this session has made me extremely glad I didn't do that. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. You think I don't have lizard puns? <laughs> oh. Yeah, let's, let's keep them to ourselves so we can keep the game moving. <laughs> Otherwise, every session is just going to turn out like this. Oh. Yeah, it'd be a reptile dysfunction. Oh, boy. That's my last one. <laughs> okay. Hey, with uh, so. with the win, we're going to take those credits and, and probably apply them to Bob's debt. Uh, in the meantime, everybody, uh, you can check out our website at BajorSpoilers.com. And we'll be back next week with another episode. But until then, here's hoping all of your dice rolls are critical hits. This podcast is copyright 2021 by Major Spoilers Entertainment, LLC. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. 
I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.